0: To expand your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. I have a fabulous guest with me today as always. This is a new friend of mine. She is a life coach. She's a speaker. She is an author. Author of the book, Move! You're in your own way. This is Patricia Knight. Say hello, Patricia.
1: Hello to everyone, and thank you, Dr. Paul, for having me.
0: Thrilled that you're here, Patricia. We had a chance to get acquainted a little while ago. I was speaking in Seattle for your chapter of the National Speakers Association, the Northwest Chapter. And after the meeting, you pulled me aside and you told me about your new book. And I got so excited about the title because I see this all the time, Patricia. It's us that's in our own way. Have you noticed that?
1: Always, the biggest barrier.
0: Tell us a little bit about why you wrote this book. What you've noticed that put a fire under you to get going in this direction. Tell us about that.
1: One of the things that really makes me happy is is when I work with people and I see that little light come on, that little aha that says, "Oh, where everything gets so simple." And when they truly do realize that whatever they want to accomplish is just right in front of them and the only barrier is them standing in front of themselves. And I know that I've been so guilty of do, doing that as Please. we spoke before we came online. I still find myself in my own way for a number of reasons. Working with clients during in like coaching sessions, mm. what I found is that when you want to identify barriers, Mm-hmm. And there are always a number of them. Many of those that I identify are identified are self imposed. They're either limitations of beliefs, or the are limitations of our confidence in our ourselves, sense. or they're limitations in, in just the ability to believe that the possibility is there.
2: Yes.
1: And the book came out of the work that I do with clients. And mainly from them asking, okay, these things that you work with, are they mm-hmm. written down somewhere?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your book was born because now they're written down somewhere.
0: And these principles are so consistent. I'm sure that you've found, as I have, that we talk about the same things and go the same direction with these clients because of principles that are inconsistent. And so you had an opportunity to observe that and then to record some of this in your book, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Looking at when people say one thing, um, then you asked one question that gives them a new perception of the exact same thing. And then they realize that, oh, okay, I can do that. Especially what's really funny about it when they say can do that like it's so clear it's so obvious it's right there in front of them and they know that they can do that because they at that point have moved out of their own way they removed limitation at least in that particular area and that's my goal is to help identify what the barriers are identify where the most direct path from them and where they want to go, and where they want to be, what they want to do, how they want to be. And then to help them see a new view, a different perception. On the front of my book, there's an image of a kaleidoscope. I collect oh, yes. And one of the things about the kaleidoscope is you've got this picture, and this picture is really beautiful. And you've got Want the ability to make a slight shift and with that shift you get a whole new picture My premise is that you have all the pieces that you need Everything that you are is everything that you possibly could need, but you might just need a new picture and that little twist is Where you get that new opening into all the possibilities when you said, okay? What can I do? What is real? Yeah.
0: You know what, Patricia, I was hoping that you would mention that because as I read your book, I cued right into this kaleidoscope thing. I have two on my shelf here in my office. And you gave a new meaning to that kaleidoscope for me. I just think they're cool. You know, and, and
1: awesome. I collect, I've got many of them.
0: <laughs> and everything is about perception. Yes. And so I keep them around to have those kinds of conversations. But as you brought this idea to mind, so all of the pieces are there. And it's beautiful the way it is.
1: It really is. It's and absolutely fantastic.
0: a slight shift, a little bit of movement, and everything changes. And it's beautiful in another way. Which I think is a helpful concept as we look at our life. And to start with the realization that it's beautiful now, Mm -hmm. it's really awesome. And changes will bring about other kinds of beauty and formations and patterns that we didn't see before. So I'm liking that analogy. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, that's
1: one of the most powerful pieces of what I do is that the first chapter of my book is Who Are, are You Anyway? Mm-hmm. And it's really about identifying all your strengths, your gifts, your abilities to really see that all those pieces are pretty phenomenal the, the, the way they are. That they are perfect. That we're not lacking. That we're not, we're not broken. That it isn't something that has to be put together to be whole and real again. It just needs to be shifted a little bit Mm. for people that are having challenges it's all about a different way of looking at it because whatever they are and whoever they are they really have the answers because they have the answers that work for them Mm -hmm. no one else can come in here and say well you should do this because that's their way of doing things and so the premise that you're totally capable that you're whole, that you're resourceful, that you're able, that's a premise where, like, the little pieces in the kaleidoscope, Mm -hmm. they're all there. That's all the pieces of who we are. Yes. Need a new picture or want a new picture. It's not a matter of need at all times.
0: Right, because sometimes it's it's just a, a different configuration that you're looking for and and that's that's a concept that I refer to as the upgrade um I've got I've got an iPhone 6 oh, okay. okay it's awesome
2: yeah I mean.
0: <laughs> I mean it does more than my first seven computers combined
1: Pretty
0: much. and yet I want an upgrade now why would I want an upgrade if this is awesome? because there's always something better available right
1: And there's always something new something new to be experienced it's yes. not even the case well and with the iphone 7 i think it is better but some things are <laughs> better they're just more to experience more life to live more to interact with your world and the people around you right there's always more if you one place. It's like, you know, the stagnation of staying exactly the same. There's always drive me nuts. But mm. it is the case that with life, you're always growing and evolving and gaining experiences and giving who you are and changing who you are to give. So that's what it's all about for me.
0: <laughs> yes. Patricia, I'm feeling to ask you something. We hadn't, we hadn't really prepped for any portion of this conversation. We just thought that it would unfold naturally, and they always do. I think that there might be some interesting things from your own story that you haven't shared with us yet, and I would love to hear just a little bit about where you have been or what, what is it in your life that has motivated you to step up and take this position where you are empowering other people. Can you share a little bit about that with our listeners?
1: Okay. Everybody has a story. And there are stories that are way more traumatic than mine and more devastatingly terrible. But I came from a very, very poor background. Single mother, worked hard. Lived in the projects most of my life, and as I said, my mother worked really hard. She, a little emotional here, I don't think she ever learned how to be a real parent. She had a mother that died when she was very young, so she didn't get some skills. And so what she was at that point in time, I mean, barely surviving on a regular basis. She didn't have much to give to me. You mm-hmm. sensitive child that probably really needed <laughs> a, a lot of attention. And mm-hmm. that was not either in her ability to give or whatever the reason was. I, there were some things in my life that were really quite harsh, and some that were just was totally alone mm. most of my rearing was with a very harsh older brother who was, he wasn't a parent he didn't know how to rear someone yeah and right it was not the nicest way mm. he was also very protective and the same right so i got a lot of mixed messages but the point of it was that most of my messages growing up were negative Wow. I heard about what I wasn't going to do, what I couldn't do, how I was, oh yeah, I was fat, ugly, worthless, stupid. Uh. And I remember even my mind saying, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, i not, i I used to have this litany of what I'd say to myself. And even growing up, oh, I was incredibly shy back in those days because I needed to hide from the world. The world was painful. Mm-hmm. Um, being shy kind of let me be away from some of the things that hurt me. But being shy also led me to reading. I loved books. I lived in the library. My best friends were librarians. And when I read, I would imagine worlds to come. I read everything because we had a very small library. So I finished the children's books probably by the time I was in second grade. So by then I was reading Mm. encyclopedias and textbooks and reference books, anything. But what I learned from reading is that life could be different. Yes. And that it was not what I saw. My whole environment was an environment of negative messages. Some of the things in the project, I mean, my situation was probably better than many, many people. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you got to hear that you were special, that you are capable, that you could do things, that you accomplished things. But I knew it was different. And I was a dreamer. I used to dream up worlds on my own, oh my gosh, my imagination took me in mm-hmm. so But I believed in them. I believed that they could be real.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I first left home, by then, I was a single mother. <laughs> and dedicated to this adorable little child. And knowing that I wanted to give her more. I had a pretty much dead-end job that I ended up quitting in after about a year when I found out this older lady, she wasn't even that old then, I was just young, was yeah. only a little bit more than I did a month, and I went back to the University of Washington and found that I could do things. I 4 pointed, most of the time I was there. Wow. And I, for the very first time in my entire life, I found out I could do things that I was good. And it kind of opened up a world for me. i was still shy, still retiring, still hit out for people.
2: <laughs> had to the
1: four point going because all I did was study. Yes. I started working in counseling when I got out. And I learned about myself and how important it was for me to have other people see what I saw in my dreams a lot earlier in their life. Yes. It's one of my chapters in my book is about vision.
2: Mm-hmm. Is
1: how you get to where you want to go is to have the vision first. And there's so many people that didn't have it. Vi- I had no vision. All I knew was, well, I kind of wanted to be a librarian when I grew up. Or I wanted mm. to be a think tank. And <laughs> one of these days I'll tell you my version of the think tank. But at least I had a vision, and it kept me going. It kept me believing in yeah. something besides what I saw around me.
0: Patricia, so, that's, that's creating the context beautifully for your message. When, when we come back from this break, let's dig into some of the principles that you've identified that help to move you forward. And, and thank you for sharing that story because here you are this successful author and speaker and life coach (laughs) and as our listeners tune into your message for them to know that you're coming from a, a very humble place where you had a lot of personal reasons to figure this out and then you've got a fire inside of you now to share that with other people to create that freedom for them i think it's beautiful so, we'll take a quick break, folks. This is Patricia Knight at Live on Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Live on Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D R drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. Jenkins.com And welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. What a fascinating conversation I get to have today with Patricia Knight who is a life coach, an author, a speaker, and an inspiring woman who's doing some amazing things. Patricia, before the break, you were sharing with us a little bit, not even a lot, about your story, about where you come from, uh, from this place of poverty and and being raised by a single mom who was doing her best but didn't have a lot of resources. Um, You'd think, or some people think, That those kinds of circumstances spell out what your fate is, you know, your destiny, and that you get to somehow repeat or perpetuate that. Tell me your thoughts about that.
1: What I believe is that the things that happened to me, for one, I have a choice on how I lived it. And what that means to me is that I can live in the past and think about all the bad things that happened to me. I choose to believe that the statute of limitations have run out. <laughs> the statute of limitation is seven years or 10 years, Whatever for some people, is 20 and 30 years. But you got to just let it go but you have to also choose to let it go. One of the things you get in my book, a lot of what you do in your life is about choice. And even so, looking at who I am now and what 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 I've been able to accomplish and the things I enjoyed and things I've been blessed with, I figured God wanted to teach me something. If I had to have that in order to be where and who I am today, and I'm okay with that. I would, if I go back in time and change some things, I would change it. Mm. But I wouldn't want to change who I am. There's a lot to be learned from the things that happen to you in your life. But there is also a lot of ability to look at, okay, this happened. It's who I am. What did I learn from it? Where's, where, where do I go next? Mm-hmm. How much of this—the ability to have survived it, the fact that I was a dreamer—if I, mean, I hadn't have been a dreamer and dreamed new worlds, I don't know how that would have survived. That was God's gift to me. I am an imaginative dreamer. Oh my God, I'm a dreamer, and but that was a gift. It's a gift that brought me out of there, and it's also a gift that keeps me going forward to where I am, and my dream is also to have other people live their dream. To see that the space that they're in and the space that they came from doesn't define them. It's your choice to live your best life. To live the way that you were placed on this earth to do. I have a, there's a section in my book about contribution Mm -hmm. and giving back and I think it's all about that, is what do you have in your life that's going to make a difference in someone else's? So you still get Go to have fun, you get to play, you get to travel, you get to you know, spend time with your kids. But if you have something to share that's going to make even one person's life switch to a whole new picture and they start living their potential. And then, I mean, it's that ripple. I I have this statement that I wrote about myself and the legacy that I want. And I would never, you know, I may never be this super, super famous person, but it's like that ripple thing. Maybe if I was a ripple and a steel pool and it went out and out and it touched things and it went over other things and changed them and
0: touched Mm -hmm. them,
1: then that's my goal in life.
0: There's a little piece of your story that that reminds me of. And I know we weren't planning on going this direction necessarily, but I'm thinking about literacy and how reading created some new opportunities for you and some new possibilities that you didn't even have any exposure to in your world outside of those books. How simple would it be for each of us to look at some children in our lives and see if there's a way we could open up to them the possibility of new worlds through, through literacy, through reading to them, through giving them books as a birthday present?
1: Absolutely.
0: You're lighting up a little bit about this. Take that from you.
1: I know. I mean, I have books that my daughter read when she was a baby that I'm now reading with my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And it is my desire. It is my hope. I think books pretty much saved my life. I cannot imagine what I would have been like had I not believed there was anything more than what I saw. Mm -hmm. I probably would have been, uh, I don't even want to imagine what I would have been. And so the ability to, my dog, I have a German shepherd dog Mm -hmm. who trained as a reading dog, because it was then my desire to make sure that kids that have challenges with reading at least started to feel comfortable with the book. The ability to give a child a book or to give them excitement about reading is something that's that can't be measured so yeah i know that's totally off what i normally do except for the fact i got a reading dog
0: well there you go yeah what if we create some possibilities right now with the listeners of this podcast so listeners those of you who have our voice in your head right now Awesome. You were going to jump in on something, Patricia. What did you want to say about that?
1: No, I just said awesome. I, I, like I, I can't
0: imagine
1: where you're going with this.
0: Because this is not just children either. I but, I read books on a constant basis that change my mind and change my life and change the direction that things are going for me. And I'm including your book in that mix because – Even though I'm a practicing psychologist and I speak and deliver messages of positivity from the the stage all the time, when I read your book, it triggered different thoughts than I normally had. The idea about the kaleidoscope, the way you put this together in a very practical way that says, hey, figure out who you are, get a hold of your vision, start taking some steps so that you can actually move and get out of your own way. There was a lot of practical value for me as a professional in this book. And as I was reading this, I thought this is such a very basic approach that that anyone could grasp. So here's the challenge I was thinking of. Listeners, as as you're feeling inspired here by Patricia today, Would you do this, take this on as a challenge, order two of her books, (laughs) two, do you know why two? Because you're gonna keep one for yourself and then you are going to gift one to someone who could use a lift, someone who may be stuck getting in their own way and who Patricia can help you to get them out of their own way. Um, That's my challenge. Can you get behind that, Patricia?
1: I can absolutely get behind that.
0: Where do people get a hold of your book?
1: Okay. you can On my website, there on my book tab, it will link directly onto Amazon. It's okay. on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. And you can contact me if you want a signed copy of it.
0: Oh, even better.
1: But it's easy to get.
0: Awesome. So, and that's my challenge to you listeners today. Now, if you don't feel inspired by this episode, okay, that's fine. We won't even feel offended, right, Patricia?
1: No.
0: If you do, take that step because I think that powers up the value for you and especially for other people as you reach out. And, and I have found that the best way to get what I want is to help other people get what they want. Absolutely. Patricia, we've got just a few minutes left. If you were to summarize what you feel is, is the most important message from your book, what would you, what would you hone in on? What would you pick?
1: Does it have to be just one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I think one of the things that's the most important to me is to have the vision. Is the vision. create something outside of yourself that's bigger than yourself. One that lets you know, dream. It's like the dream. Dream of the very most you could be. Dream of the one thing that would make you the happiest. Dream of the things that you never thought you can do that you never even believe that you could have and hold on to. It's about dreaming and then expanding your dream. And then it is about taking the steps to get there. There's a whole other chapter about taking the steps. Mm -hmm. And it's not about changing everything in your life. It's about looking at areas of your life that you want greater satisfaction in. And then you take the action steps that support that, just to increase overall happiness in your life and the things that you want to do. So I think those are the primary things I think I I talk about
0: the most. I love it and want to throw my support behind that as well, because creating this vision is what gives you the actual opportunity to create it. Until you see it, you don't have anything to go toward. And, and it's normal, folks, you're going to feel this as you do what Patricia has just encouraged you to do. It's normal to have doubt. It's normal to feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know if that's possible or not. Well, of course you don't know. You haven't seen this in your life yet. We haven't created it yet. So that's why the dream is important. That's why that vision to aspire to something that you haven't experienced yet, of course it's going to stretch you. And that doesn't mean you can't do it, it probably means you're on the right track.
1: Exactly. And if it starts to make you feel really uncomfortable when you start heading that direction, you're probably going in the right direction.
0: Probably going in the right direction, exactly. <laughs> and you know what, this is for everyone. Patricia, you and I were talking just before the show about how this interview is stretching you a little bit.
1: Yes. And
0: it's just because you haven't done this before in this format. And so whatever it is, you know, you uh, who are listening today, whatever it is that makes you feel a little stretched, a little out of your comfort zone, probably on the right track, you have... So many resources available to you, including this book that we've been talking about today, Move, You're in Your Own Way, by Patricia Knight, spelled with a K, K K-N-I-G-H-T. And Patricia, you said that they can find this on your website. Give us your website um, while we're talking.
1: ClydeCoach.com, K-A-L-E-I-D-O-C-O-A-C-H.
0: Kaleidocoach.com. Yeah. I like that. So coach. That's fun. Kaleidocoach.com. And my email is Patricia
1: at Kaleidocoach.com.
0: Patricia spelled the way that you would expect it to be. Yes. Awesome. It's also available on Amazon and at uh, BarnesandNoble.com, did you say? Yes. So widely available. And remember the challenge. The challenge is if you have felt inspired by this conversation today, Move. Get out of your own way and take some action. And the action we would request you take is to order two copies of that book and gift one to someone who would be blessed by that message. Patricia, you've been a fabulous guest here for Live On Purpose Radio today. Any parting thoughts for our listeners as we wrap up? Be courageous. Be
1: brave be bold and step out of your own way and accomplish whatever it is you can dare to dream
0: (laughs) there you go now you have it folks you are fully equipped to go out there and live on purpose